0: Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
1: was saying about the Steelers and how I felt like that made a difference. I went and read the article to get the quotes from Mike Tomlin himself. This is a football coach. This is a guy identifying something in his team and knowing his team. So what I found out was the Steelers hadn't had one single padded practice this season. And what he said after they lose to the Texans and D'Amico Ryan's team with a rookie quarterback was that, you know, they dominated the line of scrimmage, and he felt like they won the battle up front. And he he couldn't understand why that was happening during the game, and he thought about it. He said, we don't, we're not doing it in practice. We're not, he said, there were some circumstances. Let's see if I can find it. Um, he said, we got to make sure that the pile is falling a certain way. There weren't a lot of breakout runs in the last game, but I thought that they controlled the line of scrimmage. I think a lot of times it has to do with how you practice. Based on recent circumstances, we haven't practiced in pads. That's the result of a couple weeks, particularly early in the season, not getting it to carry your pads and establish pad level and the things that you do fundamentally when you have pads on. I think it tees up performance. Getting the pads back on this week, hopefully, that's a significant component in terms of getting the pile to fall in the direction that we need it to fall. And think about the guys on their team. And right, like in the end of that game, they have High Smith and they have, have uh, TJ Watt. And they're making plays at the line of scrimmage, dominating the line of scrimmage, and then getting to the quarterback, stripping the ball, sacking the quarterback. It all starts and ends with the big guys up front. And if those guys are going through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then traveling without putting pads on because they're hurt or because of their you know there's a short week or we, or we got to travel or whatever, that's just too much time, in my opinion, to not be strapping it up. And literally practicing what you're going to do at the highest level on Sunday. I don't know. Just my thoughts on it. Let's go to Chris in Bergen County on the fan. What's up, Chris? You got it. What's going on, eh? You know, hey, hanging uh, in there, talking football a little bit after, uh, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking. Everybody did. I'm doing my little Tuesday morning <laughs> quarterbacking here, I guess. Oh, uh, I hear you. Uh,
2: before I get to the state of New Jersey and their rules on football contact. What exactly was Miami thinking at the end of that game?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. With our, crystal Ball. Our, he came on. He. You know what's crazy? They showed that he did it while he was at Oregon. The same type of thing. Instead of taking a knee, ran the ball. They fumbled, and then Stanford kicked a field goal to beat him. I, uh, that's called. That that that's just... that's negligence. That's called falling asleep at the wheel as a coach. Like you got to know in those Absolutely. situations. What the what the playbook calls for, what you do there, you, you take a knee and you you absolutely burn that clock. It shouldn't be on the kid who fumbled the ball. It shouldn't be on those kids. The coach has no. to be the grown man he's in the gonna, room and and just he's take be a in knee.
2: That position in the first place.
1: You really should. Miami had that game. That <laughs> yeah, it was such a. You know how they do the win probability 4-1, now. Five
2: and zero. That's a, that's a big difference.
1: That that just that's the season. <laughs> that's the whole season absolutely. there.
3: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You had a ninety eight percent chance to win that game. The only percent that you gave the other team was if they somehow a, got the ball and you gave them an opportunity to get that
2: ball. Yeah, it's stupid. All you gotta do is like all you had to do is kneel down. And
1: and, and that's think, the difference potentially from you going undefeated and maybe challenging for a college football playoff
4: spot. Playoff exactly. And now
1: you're gonna play in the uh I don't know, Fiesta Bowl or whatever.
4: Yeah, the 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 hurts. Outback, uh, yeah, not even the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> you'll be looking,
1: you'll be this will spiral. They'll probably lose another game because these kids are thinking, Wow, we had that game and we yeah, lost absolutely. it in the very last. And he, he, and he came out and said, It's my fault, it's on me as the coach. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, big deal. <laughs> oh, well, thanks.
1: <laughs> too late now.
2: But any of these days, 15 minutes of padded contact per week, stayed of New Jersey
1: in high school. That's a so, mandant- That's mandatory now. That's mandatory. Go, like, go check your Instagram. I I just sent you a uh, a screenshot of it. My DMs um, are off on Instagram. Um, uh, all right. I think I'll eventually turn them on. But then if I turn I'll, them back uh, on, I'll I'd, tweet it. I'll tweet it at you. Yeah, tweet I'll it to tweet me. It There's a lot of weirdos that's and yeah. and hateful people out there. Uh, but that when did that go into <laughs> no, effect? Fifteen minutes. Uh,
2: twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one actually.
1: So what are you doing it's, in the fifteen minutes? Special teams.
2: Um, no, <laughs> you know what, it's your, it's your first period of your Tuesday practice, because it's actually the only, the only day you're going full pads, you know, is pretty much Tuesday, because you figure Thursday is an upper day, you, you are gonna do your installs, Thursday's your walkthrough, you're playing on Friday.
1: Oh, wow, I'm, I guess, I mean, I, it's been a you, long you, time. Yeah,
2: there's a game a little while. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> We, yeah, we, no, that, that,
1: we were in padded but, but practices. They
2: sit there, but, they, but yet they sit there and preach to you safety and tackling and this and that, and they give you no time to teach.
1: Yeah, what? I don't, who are these people that are coming up with the rules? Not football people? People that didn't actually play? Or I don't. That's strange.
2: <laughs> we got we to we talk offline sometime. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy.
1: It, you know. How
2: many? How many people are actually following that rule? Eh, I don't know. But I was about to say somebody's know. cheating. But, but
1: it is. I know somebody's ignoring that. <laughs> Some of the better oh, teams are definitely absolutely. not not complying. You know,
2: somebody's definitely ignoring it. But you know, but it is on the books. You know, so you know they well, can't. Thanks around for around that information yeah. because
1: yeah, I didn't. We didn't in Ocean of High School. <laughs> every pat, every practice was padded. I didn't get to like thud and uppers until college. And we still bang down college until like. And uh, you got you got two days worth of uh, of thud periods now now. Oh man!
2: One, one, one day one day full padded, and then you know the, the other two days are pads. Or pads are, are supposed are, are to one, separate no the more. men
1: from the boys. Like we're putting the pads on to see what you're really As made somebody, of, and we're gonna we're gonna hit all the
2: way through. <laughs>
1: So now, how do we separate the men from the boys? See, we don't know. We're having issues. Here. You got, you got fifteen minutes. You got fifteen minutes a week. Fifteen? Then, I can't do anything in fifteen watch, minutes. That's why I said, what are you doing? Punt? Kickoff? Kick return? Watch field some goal? high school ball, and you'll be amazed at
2: the ineptitude of tackling and recognition and everything.
1: It's it's wild. Wow, I have a son that, like you know, uh, one day he's gonna play football. No, no
2: he, he'll be playing flag. The way this is all going,
1: he's gonna be playing flag. I just know where it's going. They're just it's it's gonna be all the right. game, but they're well, taking no, hitting out of it. It's seven,
2: gonna and seven on seven has become so prevalent. Yeah. It's insane. I mistakenly and, and said seven real, on seven because I know. I know every, every quarterback is is phenomenal in seven on seven. Oh you know, uh, right? yeah, yeah. You, you don't have anybody breathing down your throat.
1: Yeah, I bet you're real good at seven on seven. There's a there's a bunch oh. of great seven on seven oh, they, quarterbacks. They're,
2: they're wonderful ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not the position. That's not the game. The game is who can actually That's take it. a hit and get back up and Pick make it. a throw and make a read. Yup, you know Daniel Good Jones. Job. Daniel Jones wishes it was seven on seven. Daniel Jones be hey, lighting look, them up. You can, you you
2: can make you know a, a two and a three progression read and seven on seven. Yeah, that's fine. That's easy to do. But try doing that in an eleven on eleven game. Right. That's a, that's a different style of making those reads.
1: If that's the game <laughs> and you know. in the
2: pocket and and stepping up. You know, in in seven on seven, you don't have to do any of that. So these quarterbacks, yeah, they stand there in one spot. And they don't know how to move. They they can't roll the pocket. They can't get outside.
1: They can't step up it's in wild. the pocket. They can't they can extend the play. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. But anyway.
2: Yeah. Good I talking. Know. I get a run, man.
1: Thanks for the call, Chris, and the information. I, I said, hey, somebody out there, call me if you know. And and people do know. I don't know. I I'm so far removed from a football practice that like when I read an article about. Mike Tomlin saying, "Yeah, we padded up this week. We haven't had a padded practice all week. That led to us going mano a mano with the Ravens, and in crunch time, beating them." Uh, these football players, even though they're younger than I am, I mean, some are older than me. Aaron Rodgers, they came up in a time where like, that's what I'm saying. Like we, you, you had to, you had to put pads on, and the, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with the game, bro. I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. Like, to find out that there's a rule that says these high school kids can only go 15 minutes. What can you do in 15 minutes? That's why special teams. In 15 minutes, I can't really run my offense. I can't really get reps of the plays that I want to run this week. I can't really give a look to the defense. Man, I don't know. It's changed. When I was in college at two different universities and in high school, I, I, Every practice was you got your knee pads, your thigh pads. (laughs) You probably had a girdle on with hip pads and a tailbone pad, a cup, rib protector, rib pads, shoulder pads, helmet, and strap up and go out there and protect yourself and play and hit. That is the game. But it's not the game anymore. Now the game is... It's 7-on-7. Seven seven. It's throw the ball in the air, get first downs, get points, and you can't touch anybody. Don't put your hands on anybody. Don't hit anybody. Definitely don't hit the quarterback. Don't hit the quarterback late. I was born I was born in the wrong time. Because if I was born now playing quarterback, it would have been a breeze. Like, I, I've told you guys this story about going to James Madison University. Uh, I go to James Madison University, and I know it's not story time for me all the time, but it just shows you where we're at. And I'm thinking I'm going to get a red jersey. I'm quarterback, right? Like, no, you're fifth string quarterback coming in as a red shirt freshman. You are live against our first string defense. You got to earn it. Oh, no. I earned it in like less than two weeks. I'll never forget the day coming into the locker room, seeing that red jersey with my number hanging from my locker. I, I, I didn't need to do anything else. <gasps> they can't touch me. I got immunity now. Those days are done. Let's go to Ram and Rockland on the fan. What's up, Ram? Hey, Thank you.
4: Uh, you make good points on uh, on you know the pads and how the change in NFL is 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 great is is gone a different way. But I just always I, on that point, I just always feel like that's just part of the game. Guys are going to get hurt every year. You're going to have a guy who goes down, and it's uh, unfortunate. But I just think it's just part of the game.
1: Yeah, it's not baseball. It's not basketball. Like how come in hockey? That's like I'm watching hockey for the first time over these last couple of years, and I'm like, "Ow, it's painful." Uh, yeah, I'm like, like "These guys they... are tough." I've seen some hits like on the ice where I'm like, "There's no these guys aren't running to the trainer. These guys are getting their teeth knocked out. They're getting their head rocked, and they just they're just going on skating and just continue
4: playing." But I, I just think it's the reason for that is just the the heartache that teams get when they lose players in practice is just just awful like the Dallas Cowboys
1: losing Trayvon Diggs in practice people didn't talk about it but that was the week going into the Cardinals game that was an emotional blow for that team but
4: yeah absolutely absolutely and for it to not happen on on the field on the game day game field like that is just it's just horrible luck and horrible it's a horrible feeling but, but it's part, my, I don't know. My, it's
1: part of it, man. It's 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 it comes with the territory.
4: If, yeah, I think I think you. Will, every year, you're gonna, these these players always go down. This is why freaking players. You accept that people, risk.
1: You you go out there knowing that hey, like and like you know, not for nothing. We've seen guys like Demar Hamlin. Like you're gonna step out here. You might die on the field and have to be revived. You accept that risk.
4: It's, it's the next man up mentality that just comes with. it. But uh, the main reason for my call, I think, is, is just talking about Zach Wilson and the Jets. I feel like there's there's two sides to two sides to look at it. It's You're either going to be the pessimistic Jets fan or you're going to be the optimistic Jets fan. And mm-hmm. people hate to hear the optimistic Jets fan because the truth is Zach Wilson is who he is. Like, at the end of three years, we know who he is, and we just want competency. That's all we ask from the kids. And to see it in the last two weeks, and to see the possibility, uh, you could you if you watch the game, you see him develop in in, in comfort. The offensive play calling is is getting better. He's feeling more comfortable, being able to convert on these third downs. I give it. It's the Broncos, but you know, after taking away, you know, it's progress. Week, it, it, it's you progress. Gotta, you gotta take progress where it is. I mean, to, to start talking about the playoffs on a two and three team, I think is is absurd the only thing real about our team is the defense and defense is known to win games and win championships and that's the only thing that the jets could really hang their head high on and given Zach wilson it's i think it's just we just got it it's a week-to-week thing i think you you just never know some days some you you watch the game and you're like where the hell was that all, all game why why can't he just do that Yeah, that too.
1: It's in there. Sometimes he does make some throws where he's zipping the balls on the money. It's accurate. It's like, how come you haven't gotten to the point where you do that more times than not?
4: It's just consistency. It's it's the most frustrating thing because you're like, where is that? Like, if you did that all the time, the Jets could be a solid team this year. And who knows? Like, going into Philly, it's going to be a – if the weather looks the way it's going to look right now, it's going to be – Hopefully we could just rely on Greaseball, and you know Billy's not playing. They're not the best. They're not right the now. juggernaut
1: that the Niners look like. No, they, I I thought I took the Rams. I was betting on the Rams to beat them. I'm like the Rams. The Rams can throw with them. They can be. They can keep pace with them. They can beat them, and it was close. Um, but see, that's the thing. You're gonna have to score more points than Zach Wilson. Like like the the Jets' defense is why you were able to break thirty points. You feel me, like to, I don't know, I don't know, man. I just thought, I just. Zach leaves a lot to be desired, watching him play quarterback, you know. Oh, it's,
4: it's, it's, you just don't know what you're going to get every single drive. and It's, it's, it's it's the most frustrating thing, but as a, as a Jets fan, you just got to be optimistic. We didn't want this to happen, but there's no other way just to be like, just to back him. Because at the end of the day, like, he's our quarterback, we don't have anyone else. I mean, you're telling me Trevor Simeon's going to go in there. He 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 could he might move the ball somewhat, but you just hope this kid gets it because you see the talent on certain drives and you're like, wow, like why? Where is it? Why can't he do this all the time? And it's uh, it's it's just where we're at as Jets fans.
1: I hear you. Thanks for the call, Ram. I understand being optimistic. I understand not going into the game. Like I'm a deck, Pre- I'm a Dak Prescott fan. I know Dak can do it. I also know he can't do it. I know when Dak faces a defense like he faced last night, it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. And there is no Dak running the ball. There is no, okay, he's going to improvise and make plays with his legs. So he literally has to do it throwing the ball. And it's not consistent enough against a good defense when he's getting pressured, when guys are covered. Now, I'm not saying Dak is on the level of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is, is at the low level. I don't know. When we're looking at worst quarterbacks in the league, like, like I said, I, I think I compared Desmond Ritter to him, um, and and Ritter showed you this week. He's like, don't put me in that category. Uh, Bryce Young has been put in that category, but like you can't put guys like Bryce Young in the category because he's a rookie, playing with no offensive line, no number one wide receiver, and no defense either. You you just don't see you don't you don't see quarterbacks in the NFL get this many opportunities to go out there and and not have it and not put it together. Ross in Burton County on the fan every day. What's up, Ross?
3: How you been, Keith?
1: I'm good, man. I had a good, like, recharge weekend. I was sick last week. I shook that off. I'm ready to go this week. I'll be here all five days. Yeah, I days. hear
3: you, man. I hear you, man. We had a solid uh, solid slate this past Sunday until, uh, you know, 7.30 for me. I'm thinking about, you know, thinking about what I want to yell about to your show, Think maybe even, you know, CBS. I even thought about looking up – uh KFAN's number out in Minnesota, you know, give them, a, you know, cost my two cents. And then, you know what, I sat there for a second, I thought about it, I said to myself, you know what, all I'm going to say is what I thought about saying the week before and the week before that, because this team, this Minnesota team, is nothing but regurgitating the same stuff every week. It's the turnover on the first drive of the game, it's the, the last drive of the game, having some controversial BS. You see this week is the, uh, with Jerry Sneed. I see uh, Taylor Gate, when she mm-hmm. wasn't even at the stadium, at least that was the one win we got. We didn't have to hear all the the Taylor Swift puns, even though she was she wasn't there. And we still got some from uh, Nance and Roma. It's just the, the typical BS. The one and four, and uh once again, uh, you know, beating themselves in games. And honestly, bringing it to a local standpoint, you see this Giants team how abysmal they are, and you know it just pours more salt in the wound. Months later, that we, you know we had them on home turf and let us let them just toy around with us for sixty minutes. It's brutal, man.
1: It's tough, man. We love the NFL, but the reality of it is there's a lot of pain, and there's a lot of misery, and there's a lot it's of disappointment. Brutal. You're going to lose money, your fantasy team's going to lose, your team that you rooted for since you were a child in reality is going to lose and you're not going to be enjoying it. <laughs> not gonna no, be no fine. doubt
3: about it. Yeah, well, I mean it just makes the, uh, you know, on the rare occasion you do get a good moment, it just makes it all that much more special. I mean, you kind of bring your, uh, you know, your cowboys up, and I, I kind of thought about it uh, before the season. Actually, two instances this week. Uh, you brought up targets on people's backs in terms of Dak with the ten interceptions. What do you have? Like four yesterday alone. Yeah, that's like I'm like I'm watching. Team. I'm like,
1: wow, he had one, and in one game he went to get his totals back up to where it was last year when he led the yeah. league after missing four weeks. Like, bro.
3: It was all talk in the offseason. I remember it. was all talk big last week. Play. He he got
1: big with okay, so Dak Prescott got big with the media because after the game, they went back to the past and they asked him about the Niners losses. And he's like, Oh, you guys want to piss me off going into this week, huh? Yes, we do. We are Dallas Cowboys beat writers that would like to see the Cowboys actually beat the Niners who have been big bro, smacking them down. For years, we'd like you to get pissed off and carry that into the game and do something about it. After the game, he said this is one of the most humbling losses. He didn't see it coming. Yeah, you didn't. You couldn't see on film. Those are monsters over there.
3: Well, now you see the media kissing the feet of George Kittle because of that under the F Dallas shirt he had on. You know that was, you know. Yeah, he's about to, sell sell to get fined for it. But you know, George Kittle is always no playing problem. into
1: the camera. This guy is looking for the camera at all times. He's doing rock paper hey, scissors. his favorite. You know, whatever. Uh, I have him in fantasy. Finally, he woke up and did something in fantasy, but that was by design. They knew they were they were able to get him open. Man, that little double pass that they did, like I'm like that. This is sick, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan versus uh, Dan Quinn. (laughs) Going back to them being with the Falcons, advantage Shanahan. Who who blew that Super Bowl? Twenty
3: eight to three team. Yeah, Yeah, that's right.
1: Who blew that Super Bowl? Dan Quinn. As
4: the head I had my coach. fancy
3: matchup. I had uh, the guy I actually made a trade with him the week, you know, the day before the, we start uh, our matchup. Uh, I had Brees Hall and Pacheco got both of them. I gave them mom and Rob before he was even out for the week, and he didn't sub him out. So I cruised at like a 60-point W this week. You see Brees, and I was kind of concerned because they were saying this week was when they were taking him off the pitch count because, ironically, that's where he tore the ACL, yeah. and the fear was for the wrong person. Because ironically, Avt got hurt that same week, both out for the year, and it happened once again to Avt Nuts. while Brees Hall had his breakout game. Man, you can't make it up.
1: You can't make it up. And I went and got no. the information. I, it, Brees Hall and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson needs Brees Hall. Zach Wilson is six right. and three with Brees Hall in the game, and uh, well, they got to keep what him Dalvin's healthy.
3: Been, you brought up. He's been a no show.
1: Dalvin is just like he's cooked. And he's brutal. He, he makes not, Madison look like AP. They they have to. I, I would like to see them try and run some more screens with Dalvin and also try and get him on the edge, but it doesn't matter, man. He looks like he's lost his step. Run him up the he middle. looks like he he's gets timid. Like
3: two yards of right.
1: And like trying to run him straight ahead, hoping that he breaks it. Like, no, that's what Brees can do. That one run Brees had, all that was was a
3: step, got to the second level, right. ran right by the safety. Hey, man, at least we you know what? We got hockey back. At least, you know, in terms of the league itself, I'm looking at this Ranger team. You want to get parallel to the football we got going on. Everyone was giving the Giants crap for what? They have like 15 captains going into the year. And you see the Rangers got the posts. They have, uh, you know, obviously, they're, you know, Trouba uh, rocking the seat. And they have five alternate captains. Uh, you got Mika, mm. Panarin, Fox, Kreider, and I think it's Goodrow on our fourth line. All right. There I got five alternate captains. Normally, you see like two or three per team. So, I mean, hopefully, can't, you know, hopefully can't you can't have that many the chiefs, footsteps. man. You, you need a lot You're of Indians. You need a
1: couple chiefs here. and the rest Indians. They got to right, fall in you. line. Can't, can't be that You're many captains on a team.
3: Brutal around here. But, uh, you know, we got a good slate tomorrow and, uh, Hopefully we turn a corner around here, man. We thought, you know what? I see a couple posts on Twitter. You said, we thought we were back here in New York City. And, like, two, three months, it got stripped away from us. We went to baseball, obviously. And Even the right Liberty. I was one. pumping
1: up the Liberty. And then, you know, they started Brutal. off hot in that game. And then they got smoked in the end. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. can't off. make it up, New man. York, we can't have anything in this city. Sports-wise, we are just in it bad. We are in a drought. Thanks for the call, Ross. 877 337 six and two more sixes if you want to get on the end of my show. I got to do a Casamigos big shot. Fleegs uh, brought the conversation to me during the break, and I'm like, that's right. I got a guy for that. So when we come back, my Casamigos big shot of the night, and I'll take your calls. We'll wrap things up. Big Mac is coming through it, too. Keith McPherson on the fan right after this.
4: When this happened, you talk about it on the fan. During the time that I worked with Roger Clemens, I injected him on numerous occasions with steroids and human growth hormone. I also injected Andy Pettit and
1: Chuck Knobloch with HDA.
0: When New York sports happens, talk about it here.
1: The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free
0: Odyssey app.
1: Casamigo's Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigo's Tequila. Casamigo's Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigo's Big Shot of the Night goes to Big Thick Boy, Austin Riley. Yo, this guy took over that game twice. He won that game for them. At the plate, he comes in in the eighth inning. Bottom of the eighth, he homers with Ronald Acuna Jr. on base. That's the two-run shot to take the lead. After they were down, their win probability goes from 57% to 85%. And then just to seal the deal, with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, Bryce Harper on, Michael Harris goes to the fence, catches the ball, right? And this guy has the presence of mind at third base. I just retweeted uh, the Austin Riley cam. Somebody has this, like, digital 3D rendering of him. He's celebrating, right? Michael Harris, he's tracking the ball down. He's celebrating. Yes, he's going to make this play at the wall, but he's also alert. He's playing third base. He thinks, okay, I'm going to back up my shortstop, the cutoff man. Presence of mind. What happens? The cutoff man misses the throw. Austin Riley picks it up, slings it to first base, doubles up Bryce Harper. Incredible energy. Incredible postseason baseball. This is October baseball. I don't care who you root for. As I'm, I'm watching that game on MLB Network. I'm watching uh, in vivo and uh, the the Spanish broadcast and uh, Telemundo. Uh, it was lit. I'm like that. Like that was so sick. Uh, some people said it. It reminded them of Jeets uh, in in 2001 against the Oakland A's. The whole uh, flip play. Uh, I believe that's when it was. I'm getting old, man. Thinking, just even trying to think back. I'm getting old, bro. I was telling Pauly, I was telling Paulie, I'm like, I just realized I'm an adult now, man. As I'm like uh, changing diapers and my son's poo is on my hands, as I'm like uh, making bottles and I'm like dealing with him being sick. Now I'm sick and my wife's sick. I'm like, how did I actually grow up, yo? Like, how did I actually do it? How did I actually grow up to get this old? To be, like, a married man with a kid and, like, the Yankees aren't good anymore. I'm watching postseason baseball. I'm watching the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers. Like, I'm watching the Minnesota Twins and Carlos Correa is getting revenge on the Houston. What the hell? I'm like, yo, what happened? What happened to my life? I've grown up in the Yankees now. I just realized, shout out to my boy Rob. He was like, oh, that was harsh. You said, uh. You said Santa Claus ain't real last week or a couple weeks ago whenever I was talking about the Yankees I've been. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know, there's kids in the car. I probably shouldn't be saying Santa Claus isn't real just in case, you know, kids are riding in the back seat. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. Afternoon show, they're talking about, like, uh, what porn they'd watch with Tiki in it or Evan in it or how many bodies they have, what's their body count. I can talk about Santa Claus not being real in the middle of the night at 1.30, 1.40 a.m. (laughs) <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, yeah, I've just grown up. I just understand I was spoiled as a kid before I even really understood baseball. Like little me would have seen Austin Riley make that play and just been like, "Yeah, cool, Braves win." L- adult me sees it. I'm like, "Whoa, that was sick game. He called game. That's a huge momentum swing for them. This guy hit the the go ahead home run, and then he made the throw to double up Bryce Harper to win." That game, young me, just would have been like, "Oh, cool, go Braves! Look at the Braves go!" No, young young me didn't know anything. I thought that the Yankees would dominate every October for the rest of time. Even somewhat older me, me was in college and was thinking, "Ah, oh, man, I I skipped practice already. I literally skipped practice at mom of the university to go visit my ex-girl at JMU. Got in trouble for it. Whatever, didn't care. But then by the time..." The parade rolls around for the World Series in 2009. I don't have any more practices that I can skip. And I don't—I I definitely couldn't skip class. So I'm like, uh, whatever. The Yankees will be in another World Series. By the time I graduate and work in the city, I'll probably see two more, three more. <laughs> 877-337-6666. I got like 15 minutes left. C-Max warming up. Let's go to my guy Rocco in Saratoga.
0: Hey, how's it going, Keith? You're sounding good. You're sounding good. Locked yeah, yeah, there. yeah.
1: I'm not. I was sick last week, but I just I, I wasn't know. calling out because okay. I did that. Like in September, I took off a Tuesday, Wednesday. I just can't. I don't want to be. I just don't want to. I don't want to be calling That's out sick if, the if I can. For
0: the team.
1: Yeah, if I can That's do it.
0: for the team. Yeah, dude. I know there's dude.
1: somebody out there listening. Rocco wants to hear me on, so yeah. I don't want to disappoint.
0: That's right, dude. I got to find out about my kid Jackson. How's the food? How's he liking it?
1: Good, man. He's, so now he's we introduced peas. So the boy is eating peas, pears, apples, butternut squash, yep. pumpkin, uh, carrots, and mangoes. Like, he's had like all I of said, those.
0: Like I said, Keith, I'm coming over for lunch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like I said, you don't want his baby food. We, like, put it in cubes and freeze it. Like if you come yeah, over for lunch, we'll go somewhere. We'll, we'll go out and I get saw... lunch. <laughs>
0: hey 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 Keith, what you're going through is called life, dude. It really it is. It goes by it goes by But I'm telling you, young me, by. I didn't think
1: I'd make it. Young
0: me, I didn't have
1: these uh, visions of you, making you'll it. We
0: all make it. We all make it. It goes by <laughs> much quicker than you ever imagined. You'll be looking back and Jack will be a teenager and you'll say, What the heck happened? I, I,
1: I can't wait. You know? I'm trying to yeah. grow this baby oh, yeah. up. No, it's fine. I ain't sleeping right. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't worry. Hey, my son didn't sleep for four years.
1: Yeah. Four I don't know years. how people do this. My son sleeps now on like the side of his neck and he's turning his body. I'm like, Bro, what is wrong with you? He's going through a sleep regression. So he's going through it. We're all going through it. He's no. in the middle of the night. I'm like, just just lay right. Lay the right yeah. way. Hey.
0: He's an infant. He doesn't know what yeah, He he's doesn't doing. know he's anything.
1: Yeah, he does he not does know not. anything. He
0: just is waiting for mom and dad to take care of him. That's everything. all he knows.
1: At least he, he lights nice. up and he smiles when he sees me, when he sees his mom, when he sees the bottle. But other than that, bro doesn't know anything. But He, he likes to play. Nah, he wants to play all day. You take the toy That's away right. from him, he screams. If he drops the toy, you would think he dropped the toy into the abyss that it's never coming back. He drops his toy... He thinks it's over. I'm like, here you go. I'll give it right back to you.
0: He's going to be a smart kid. He, <laughs> he wants to be interactive. He wants to be interactive. He's he's learning. Believe me, that's all learning when you're interacting with them. It pays off. I'm telling you, kid. Yeah,
1: he's a social baby. Good. He he definitely wants yeah. to be with the adults. He wants to talk. And he, now he's alert yeah. too. Uh, he snaps his head when someone talks or makes a, makes a sound. He's he's attentive on them. I'm like, look at this guy Good. go.
0: Good, good, good. It's all good. Hey, I'm sorry about your Dallas team. Not nah, really. You, you called in on Not air really.
1: when I did my picks and I got to the last pick yep. Sunday night football. I said, nothing is pointing to Dallas winning. There's no, there's no reason. This team is undefeated. They, they're they going to win at home. Like, But I'm taking Dallas just because nah. they got to at nah. some point. No, nah, and you're like... Save that money, or I'll save you the time That's and the money. Right. Don't put that money on, on the Niners. And I should have. I still bet true. Dallas a little bit. I should have put everything on the Niners, every
0: prop, day. got to listen everything. to The Rock. you got to listen to The Rock next time, man. I call a Buffalo game going out to England. Knew they would have jet lag. Plus, the Jags were laying over there. They got to sightsee. They got to play on that field once. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to take it. So you got to listen to me once in a while. I'm listening. I want to save you some money,
1: dude. I'm listening. I'm done. I'm done gambling. I'm done betting on it. I I smoked my fund already. I remember I said uh, my son stopped my gambling addiction, but then I slowly kept putting like 50, 100 to the side. I've already smoked smoked my gambling fund in in five weeks. So – uh, I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out for
0: done, a little Don't overdo it. Otherwise, you'd be calling the hotline number. <laughs> You're going to be calling the hotline number, dude. So you better cut that out. But then the Niners took out Dallas to the woodshed. To bend it was never over, a game. Took out a switch and whipped their butt. And whipped it, but good. And Dak, three interceptions to the guy. I'm not going to throw any more interceptions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Listen to him. Listen to him. Nah,
1: Dak, man. It's just everybody Everybody gets it. Now you understand why the owner of the Cowboys is trading a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance because he knows Dak is not it. He knows in this NFL where the quarterbacks are the ones that put you over the top, whether it's a Patrick Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts, whether it's a Joe Burrow, or them going to get Matt Stafford for the Rams, or Tom Brady going to Tampa, or even the Jets right here going to get Aaron Rodgers— if you ain't got the quarterback, you ain't got a shot to win the whole thing.
0: You know that it's all about the QB first. You got to work your way out from the QB.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Otherwise, you're toast. What team wins without a QB?
1: In this no modern team. day, no one anymore. No there's no, no there's no, there's no situation where you can win with Zach Wilson. There's no way.
0: No. Look, hey, the Jets back in the day with Namath, they had a QB, they won. All right? You got to have the QB. And speaking of the Jets, they shoved it down Peyton's pie Good. hole, didn't they? Good.
1: Was happy for they them. Just, Was happy to have that moment because yeah. if they blew that game and lost that game and let that team have the, the last laugh, no. Nah, I'm glad they won.
0: They humbled Peyton. He didn't know what to say afterwards. Like, uh, yeah, well, they, they Sala uh, and his coaching crew did a great job. He couldn't even mention Hackett's name. He just had to say, ah, Salah did the job. Yeah, no, because Hackett the Broncos it, it
1: are a absolute mess. They, ne- The trade deadline is coming up three weeks from tomorrow. They need to go ahead and trade Pat Sertan, pray, play, trade Cortland Sutton. Russell Wilson sucks. And, like, his fall from Grace, what the amount of money they paid him to come all I don't know, like, to come over there. You know, how many games is Denver
0: going to win? Check out the schedule. They're not. They they, they won that
1: game that the Bears relaxed and the Bears gave it up. And they're not winning. I don't know if they win another game. The Jets game, yeah. I thought they had circled because they had those cool jerseys and the field. Remember last week? I'm like, I don't know. They got these snow-capped helmets, the snow-capped and they got the... Helmets. Nah, it didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't help work. them. Didn't help
0: that them. didn't work. Did it. On. <laughs> All right.
1: <bro. laughs> I look at uh, Yeah, I tried. I did. Like, <laughs> I did. I know you. What's funny is like... Everybody won't hear that, but I know young Josh and Pasek heard it because he was on hold. The kids, man, the kids are listening. What's up, Josh?
5: Hey, kids, what's up?
1: <laughs> uh, not too much. Just had to use the dumb button. The first time I just used the dump button, I let it slide. The second time I had to just dump and drop. Rocco, thanks for calling my show every night. We can't curse here. If I can't curse, you guys can't curse.
5: Yep, luckily, yeah. I try not to have to worry about it.
1: <laughs> I don't expect you to uh, say any curse words, but I know on hold you can hear the unedited... Wait, uh, where are
5: we going to end? What? At that point of the year, we're just going to like, oh, what pick of the draft are we going to get next year? Can we get a top five pick Just start losing?
1: Oh, that's where you're at with with your Giants? You're already uh, at .com. I mean,
5: just look at the schedule. We had to pull one of these games, and they even, stuck, they even gave up a lot of big, big plays, but they did get takeaways. The offense is just so bad, and you see these plays are just designed. How quickly you could get the ball out of Jones' hands. They don't trust the offensive yeah, line. it's enough a house of cards. One it's
1: one thing. Like, it sucks for the Giants and the Giants fans right now. I'm not a Giants fan, but I honestly thought they were going to be better, and I don't know how we missed this. I don't know how, but injuries, you're you not expecting Saquon Barkley to miss this much time. Some Giants fans were. Some, I have Giants fan friends that are like, what do you mean, bro? I'm like, you know, he's hurt every year. Like, he's been hurt every season. You expect him to stay healthy and then Andrew Thomas being hurt. I'll say this, Josh. I would duck for cover on Sunday night against the Bills because the Bills are flying back from London after losing that game. And Bills Mafia and all those, they're, they're going to be turned up for that one. And a Sunday night football game, the Bills fans are going to drink all day. Those fans are going to be in there blacked out. That's going to be a tough environment to win. I wouldn't play Saquon. I wouldn't play Andrew Thomas. i try to survive that game. I wouldn't play Daniel Jones either. Tyrod used to play for the Buffalo Bills. Start him. Say, say you know, we got to be cautious here. Start him. And if you get blown out, you get blown out. But then everybody has to be ready to roll for the commanders. You saw the commanders lose to the Bears. Why can't the Giants figure out a way to beat the commanders at home? And then you got the Jets at home. So I would gear up for back-to-back home games. And I said this last week. The commanders and the Jets. Okay, this might not be a playoff team this year, whatever. But you can't just tank right now. You got to try and win some games for morale, for the fans' sake, like a it's the NFL, man. We we don't get that many games, and there are back-to-back home games where the Giants could find a way to win. If they're healthy, you'll have Justin Pugh at that point ready to go. Maybe with the trade deadline happening before those two games, you make a trade for another offensive lineman. Who knows? You got enough receivers. You got, like, maybe. I wouldn't be thinking about Tankathon and who you're going to draft. I'd be thinking – Let's win the games that we can win. You're, you're not supposed to beat the Bills. You might be able to compete against the Bills because they have some injuries to Matt Milano and, and Tredavious White, but most likely you're not going and beating them in their place. So gear up for the commanders coming to your place and then the rivalry between the Jets. Like, I, I think Jets fans are riding high saying, oh, like, like Zach Wilson, you know, he's, he's showing progress and our defense and the talent, we guaranteed win. Well, if you waltz into a rivalry game against the Giants thinking it's a guaranteed win, and it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, especially that's Halloween weekend. It's a 1 o'clock game. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think you gear up Giants fans and Giants team and coaches and players to try and win uh, Week 7 and Week 8 in your building.
5: I and mean, I'm not trying into any of Zach Wilson, like, figuring out himself yet. Because both um, because both games is almost the first game gave the game away, the second and uh, last game versus the Broncos. He almost did with that, with that Leah fixer, Sertan. So I'm not, I'm not sold on him even being an okay quarterback because he's making bad decisions late. But with the Giants, they have a much harder schedule this year and you're seeing him come out. Last year, they, they beat, right, they beat the Jaguars, they beat the Ravens. Those were two good wins. But a lot of the games were against Worcester teams and even those games were one possession and now you're seeing them play good teams. And honestly, I feel bad for, just NFL fans that are forced to they are forced to watch the Giants primetime games because the Giants just yeah, ruined the yeah, game. You gotta are gotta, looking, ready. You want to watch a game? The they got to flex them, them out, now.
1: but they're they're not they're not going to flex. They're not. They're, like that they're not going to flex time the, the Giants to a good out game because with the Niners,
5: Cowboys, and the Niners just ran away with it. It wasn't a good game at all.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It was billed as a good game. I know you know the Cowboys, Cowboys fans, Niners. Like that game has been circled since the schedule came out. But the Cowboys are frauds. And who told you they were frauds? You, you like, if there's one word that Keith McPherson has used to describe his favorite NFL team, it's frauds. And they showed you again. Can't trust them. They're frauds. They laid an egg in Arizona, and that was me coming on air saying, "Well, they do that every year. They like, they there's going to be a game where they're favored by 12 points that they lose. They they've done it every year, and they and weren't favored right to right beat late late the, the 49ers at all, and they got the they got smacked.
5: What about McCaffrey? On am a small bright note for them. I mean, they must have just circled him, like you know. We'll just we don't we think Brock Purdy cool. can't really throw the ball. Well, let's stop McCaffrey. Yeah, and he who hasn't? The versus them. That's one good thing you could look at.
1: And then Jordan Mason, then Mason ends up in the end zone. There. Like it, it, it didn't matter. They, pick your poison. Okay, so George Kittle doesn't have a touchdown all season. He comes into the season hurt with a groin. He goes off He's for so three touchdowns. Back.
5: Three catches and still ends on to three touchdowns. Danke, thanks so much for taking my call. I'm never gonna.
1: Thanks for the call, Josh. So I'm looking at Tankathon. They have the Giants taking Joe Alt, tackle out of Notre Dame, who's 6'8", 315, at number six overall. You you can't be there yet, even if so. All right, let's just bring the Giant fan back to this. It is year two of a rebuild. This is the second year under your GM. This is the second year under your head coach. You weren't supposed to make the playoffs last year. It's great that you did, but it was always unrealistic to expect them to get back to the playoffs. Some Giants fans were expecting them to get back to the playoffs and go a, a round further. It's not how it works. You don't make that kind of jump. They They did sneak in to the playoffs. I feel like they did steal some games. But then reality hits. You're not, like I said, you're not sneaking up on anybody this year. And injuries hit and teams got better. Teams that already had more talent got better. But that doesn't mean you flush the whole season down the drain because you still want to win. You still want to have some moments. You don't put all that work in to lose. That's not how these guys are wired. That's not how any football players or coaches are set up. It's in any given Sunday league. Like any team can go out there and beat any team. Now, do I expect them to beat the Bills on Sunday Night Football? I don't because the Bills are going to be pissed off about going all the way to London to lose. And like I said, as soon as I saw my 820, an article came out that in Buffalo, they were opening, like they changed the laws for what time the liquor stores could open on Sunday morning because the fans wanted to drink and watch a 930 game. (laughs) So if they'll if they'll bend the rules for the fans to go to the liquor store at 7 a.m., <laughs> what do you think these people are gonna be by the time 820 comes? Bump bump These Bills fans are gonna be wasted. And that's a tough place to play. It's one of the older stadiums and uh it's just it's a tough environment, man. It's it was a tough environment in Miami. That video that went viral is Saquon yelling at the fan that was cheering uh, the fact that Daniel Jones was hurt and was going off, it just shows you, man, like, that's that's despicable and fans are sick. Like, there's some there's some fans that are literally sick. Like, like you love the Giants so much, I guess, you don't know what you're watching, really. You're blaming Daniel Jones to the point where you're cheering and happy that he's got to leave the field with a neck injury that he suffered because the offensive line can't block. Like, be better than that. And Saquon is in street clothes yelling at fans. <laughs> Some of the fans I are, are probably like, hey, we need you. We need you to play. We need we need defenses to be afraid that Saquon Barkley is going to rush for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Without that, where do we start? Like, Eric Gray is getting carries now. Okay. But, yeah, uh, for the Jet fan, I just think it's like you don't know what to think. You don't know what to believe. Because the fact that you're still here with Zach Wilson is just like and like even the 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 AVT injury, it's like, damn, you lose AVT, it's like we can't have anything this year. Now you're like, now you're really relying on like second string guys, guys that haven't played on this offensive line, and you're relying on Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. I guess he's satisfactory, barely satisfactory. He gets an S for his performance, not an A, B, C, or D. Just an S, satisfactory, they won. Brees Hall, that's the guy, comeback player of the year. He should be. I saw someone say DeMar Hamlin uh, wins comeback player of the year as soon as he suited up again. I said, no, he was inactive this past week. So if you want to go for the propaganda that the NFL is pushing, like, oh, Taylor Swift, all that nonsense, and now yeah, the propaganda would have DeMar Hamlin as comeback player of the year. But the real comeback player of the year should be Brees Hall. And he just put the main clip on this past Sunday, going back to the place that he got hurt and rushing for over 170 yards on them and helping the Jets win the game. And that's got to be the thing. However you can spring Brees Hall, hand him the ball 20 times, one of them he's going to break. And as he keeps getting stronger and going through the season, that guy is a game changer. I remember when they drafted him. I'm like, I can't believe they let He's somebody that, like, when he fell to the Jets, I'm like, I can't believe they let the Jets get this kid. Because we're in a a league now where they say, oh, don't draft a running back. These running backs are replaceable. Not Brees Hall. What would last year have been if he was there to bail out Zach Wilson or if he was there to help Mike White? The world may never know, but he's here now. They got to keep him healthy. So, All right, folks, that's all I've got. Five-hour KM to AM coming up. I'll book some guests. Then we'll really expound on the Jets and Giants conversation and start to look a little bit into week six more, as well as looking at, you know, just the storylines and and things in baseball and basketball and hockey starting. We're in the sports equinox. We're in the second sports equinox of the year. If you're like me and you can't watch Netflix and movies and other things on TV, I I don't have a favorite show. I, I said I wanted to start watching Loki again, but I'd have to go back and watch season one. Like, I know Loki from the movies and the comic books, but I don't know the show enough, and I don't have time. I don't have time. Honestly, I'm, I'm watching sports. That's what keeps my attention. Other than that, I'm going to sleep because sleep is like at a premium for me. Like, when I go home tonight, I, I might get some sleep. Hopefully, the boy is sleeping. But if the boy isn't sleeping, I'm not sleeping. Because there's just a layer of paranoia with the baby, man. And I can't go to sleep comfortably if this kid's going to possibly be on his neck. All right, C-Max coming in. I'm out of here.